man. You know what this is when Fox NFL Sunday is playing. What's up, everybody? It's the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and that man, Manny Ruffin. In our week 11 NFL reactions, as always, fellas, powered by Dimers. So, for we're going to continue this month with our Jersey Sportsbook, like I said in the podcast last week, which I will be getting to that promo in a minute. But Caesar Sportsbook for this month of November, code all day, A-L-L-D-A-Y, at sign up. You will get a risk-free bet up to $5,000. Now, to be clear, you do not have to bet all $5,000. You can be on the smaller side. We had this great podcast where we did touch on a little bit of that unit system, and maybe you can kind of switch over to your $10 units, your $20 units, your $30 units. So you can bet $10, $20, $30, and if you lose that, you'll get that back as a free bet to re-bet that again. So, like I said, is you just got to be mindful of that. You're not going to get that back and be able to bet, you know, split it up into three or four different bets. You get whatever you put in. Let's say you put $20 in. If you lose that, you get it back as a free bet, and then you get that bet to bet again as a $20 free bet. So be mindful. Try to get the win on the first time, and then if not, be even smarter and do your smart research to get that, that win. All right, so we are in week number 11, and I'll ask for you guys, um, if you're in here watching, just comment down below. We want to see what you're saying, all right? We want to hear what you're saying. We want to read your comments um, and hear what your thoughts were on this week number 11. So we just concluded this Monday night showdown. I'm wearing my Giants hat. I don't care that they lost 30-10 to 10 over the Buccaneers. I really don't. The one thing I need to highlight in, in this game um, is that we, we've been talking about the, the run game and the entire reaction shows starting from week one because Manny's been so pissed that the Eagles don't run the ball. And these past couple weeks, they've been doing a lot better at running the ball and giving some more run support. And one of the things that Manny said in a clip that we posted a couple weeks ago was it is very underrated in this league to run the ball. No one does it anymore. So why Saquon getting 25 yards? Why are we not giving him the ball? He's got eight carries. I get it. Maybe he's getting stopped up at the line. But Devontae Booker was doing that when he was gone. This is his first week back. I need you to get, get him, you know, comfortable again and hitting the holes, getting some hits, finding your cuts, finding your lanes. Give him a chance. We can't just give him four or five receptions where he can find some open field. He got no open field this game, no open field. We're running guts up the middle, and he's getting stopped before he even reaches the line of scrimmage. I need you to run the ball. They were not expected to win this game. The spread was minus 11, and I almost took um, – the Giants at plus 11 just because that was hashtag too many points. We will get to too many points later in this show, but um, it, it was an easy win for Brady, a bounce-back win after back-to-back -back losses and losing to an NFC East team out of Washington last week. This was huge for the Buck, Brady and the Bucks. I'm surprised you're not showing Big Boy Thomas some love on the tutty. I mean, I, I, don't, mean, I don't care. He, he might have better hands than Daniel Jones. I mean, I know Daniel Jones had the one-hand catch, but he's going up top for that thing. I mean, hey, here you go. I'm not as upset that not running the ball as much against this Buccaneers team as you are. I mean, I understand you're, where you're coming from, but you got to look at the game here. I mean, we're playing the fucking Bucs. Like, going into this game, we're already thinking, like, all right, we're not going to probably be running the ball as much. Then we're down 17 to, was it 17 to 10 and a half? Yep. Go down 27 to 10, just like that in the third quarter. I mean, the run game kind of becomes obsolete. I just think the Bucs are kind of hitting their stride again at the right time. 5-0 and at home, great sign. Playing good in November, probably will play well in December again. Great sign. I mean... <laughs> 
AB's being AB over there. I love him, but I mean, hopefully, that's right. <laughs> get his act together, get him back. But I mean, this team looks like the prime for run again. I don't know who else you're really worried about in the NFC. I mean, I'll get to Green Bay, but I'm not yeah, we'll too worried to about them. them either right now. So it looks like the Bucks conference again. They're rolling. It's good to see from them. The uh, the underrated part that you brought up with Andrew Thomas was that was the first New York Giants offensive lineman to score a touchdown since 1960. <laughs> that's crazy to to mention there. And I did have a play in our chalkboard, our yeah, chalkboard uh, group chat. You can join the link on our Twitter at ADED Podcast. There's a link tree right there. And the very top of the link tree, you'll see chalkboard group link. You can click on that. I had a plus 110 Chris Godwin anytime touchdown scorer. He was the first easy. touchdown scorer. Would have been nice to get the 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 first, but we, we just got that easy cash there. So if you want to cash with us, you know what's I'm not going to tell you any shade, but you know some things that like Kenny and Cat do, like they like get a score. Like they'll take them two scores or first score. If he yeah. likes got to go off, like you'll, I mean, you a little value play. In there. I know. I, there, it's something, something to think about for next week. So we'll head to our Sunday night game. We're bouncing around Monday night, Sunday night. Um, and this by far had to be my most favorite game to watch um in this week the chargers win this one 41 to 37 they were up by so many points 17 at one point and you thought they were going to cover that six and a half spread and then some you know that blocked punt put the steelers right back in the game we got a deep ball touchdown uh and the steelers are right back in this but justin herbert with 457 total yards i had his over and rushing as well uh, you know we had said that the Justin Herbert MVP talks have fallen off, and you know he comes out today, 382 yards, three touchdowns, good win for the Chargers. Uh, just, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. I mean, what's up with the Steelers? Even though with this, with these, let these quarterbacks scramble over the field. This is not the first time, as we've seen from that crossout cash thing that you said in the, in the chalkboard chat. Holy shit, what a game! Like I'm damn near falling asleep. Second halftime, third quarter. I'm not gonna lie. They get the block punt, and they're like, all right, here we go again. Same thing from when they beat Buffalo. Here comes a block punt. They're moving and grooving again. I really like Deontay Johnson. He's a player. He had a nice little sluggo right for a touchdown, but let me chill on my Steelers left because, I mean, the Chargers came out and balled. That's, are they not the most entertaining team? Like, I, they cannot win a game easily. They can, I think their their biggest margin of victory this year is 14 points over Las Vegas, and it was 21-14 it was 21, 20, 14 in the fourth quarter, I believe, and they scored one more touchdown to put away. They just can't put teams away. I don't care. I love to watch it. I would hate to bet on them. Yeah. Who had the un- – I mean – I mean, who had the over? Who had the under? Because it, I, it, it could I, we, have been me, an under me, game. Me, me, me and Berman were talking the chalkboard. I'm like, I like the teaser with the with charge money line and the under. And, the and under. this thing just yeah. flew over. I mean, well, let's show some Keenan running back Allen love. was going off. Let's show Austin Eckler scores love. four touchdowns. I mean. Mike Williams is doing his thing high, stepping in the end zone. I mean, the Chargers are just so entertaining to watch. Just so hard just to bet on. I feel bad for Chargers fans. Like, what do they go th- like what do they go through every Sunday? Like just knowing like it's kinda like the Lions. Like the Lions know they're gonna lose. Like the Chargers know like, oh no, they're gonna come back. Like, oh, it's gonna come down to the end. Good dub for the Chargers though. Hopefully they keep it ro- moving and grooving to the end of the season. Yeah, they need it. And we another one of my plays, I'm just gonna keep kind of plugging this chalkboard was the over Keenan Allen at 74 and a half yards and easy cash in the third quarter. So once again, if you guys want to come and cash with us, we got 51 members in this chalkboard. Hit the link in our bio. Join the chalkboard. It is free, so come on out, come on out and uh, and cash with the fellas. All right, so I'm going to hand this over to you for for this Eagles game and another game that we thought could have been the under, and we talked in our Twitter spaces on Saturday that this could have been the under. Eagles and Jalen Hurts get the job done, 40-29 to 29 over the New Orleans Saints. Big, big dub for the Birds. First dub at home this late in the season. Like the hey, Nick Sirianni, first home win. The link needed something good for Sirianni. 
Good for you. It was really pumped up last week. Pumped up again this week. Yeah, I mean, the boys are looking good. A balanced attack versus a very good run defense in the Saints is something I'm very happy about. That one-two punch between Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard looked very good. Able to get Jalen Hurts off the read option options because we like, the way we kind of ran it was like we're going down the gut with Jordan Howard, and then we're getting we're getting Miles Sanders on the edge, and then we're not running these read options now and these RPOs, keeping it moving. Look like a good attack. I really like T.J. Edwards' nasty pick in the first quarter. Then he got an ex extension the next day. Dallas Goddard did make good on his extension this game as well. He had a good game. I mean, it's a good game for my birds. Good dub against a, a tough team, like a team that can catch you Number lacking. Number one rush defense a team, that can, a team that can catch you lacking. Also, Smitty did look good versus Marcus Lattimore. They were going back and forth. Lattimore won his reps. Smitty won his reps. It's something good to see from the young guy that competes against the top corners did in the league. Did you see the, um, the clip where he tackles Devonta Smith? And, and picks him up. Picks yeah, him it's up. just like, this. Just, just, I mean, I mean yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you were getting beat on some reps. He's probably with some frustration, some chatter going on there. But we have to highlight the Saints were the number one rush defense in the league, and Jalen Hurts. Who the hell would have had Jalen Hurts scoring three touchdowns, not in the air, all on the ground? His only touchdowns came from the ground. Three touchdowns for Jalen Hurts. A great win for this Philadelphia Eagles team. And we'll head to our 1 p.m. slate. Starting with the Colts and the Bills. And again, we have to highlight here that these past couple weeks, it's been Bills, 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 but a couple losses in these last couple weeks here continue for this Buffalo Bills team. The Colts win 41-15, to backed by my boy in my play of the day in the chalkboard. Jonathan Taylor's over in rushing yards, and he smashed it with 185 Four touchdowns on the ground, one in the air, five total touchdowns for Jonathan Taylor. And like we've been saying, not top three back in this league. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo, I mean, we got to figure it out. Figure it out. Two turnovers in the first half didn't help us. Should have really been three. Then they got two more in the second half. I mean, I really like what I see from this Colts offense, though, recently. Like, they were running packages. You say about JT's success. They're running packages with Naheem Hines and JT in the back at the same time. Like, you can't pick or choose here. Like, they're running sweeps to Naheem because he's at a wing. They're going up up the gut with Jonathan Taylor, but they're running Naheem in motion. So, linebackers are a little confused. Then you can see on Jonathan Taylor's uh, receiving touchdown on the wheel, they had Naheem Hines do motion again. Everyone's confused looking that way. Here goes Jonathan Taylor. The wheel. I mean, Frank Wright's doing what he did with us, essentially. Carson Wentz doing what he did with us, essentially, 2017. He's not he's not having the MVP-like spectacular numbers, but if you look at Carson Wentz, how he's delivering the ball, one, two, three, right out. Everything's quick, quick, quick. Now we can set up the play action. Now we can just get JT barreling the ball. Are you surprised the that Frankie's doing that with him? No, I'm not exactly. surprised at all. This is, yep. this is this is what we expected to start the year. They started exactly. off a little shaky, so that it was getting loud. It was getting really loud over there, but they're good. They're, I mean, they're, they're hitting their mark now. I just the, this AFC is just really like confusing. Like I, I mean, the Titans, we're gonna get to them. Titans yeah, are this frauds. is weird. Bills are they frauds? Colts? I mean, you guys are cool, but you, we we listen. You almost like the Jets came back on a on a primetime game. I didn't forget about them. I made just hey, draw some going off. I, I'm that. not sold on anybody in this AFC, but I mean, it's good to see the Colts rolling. Good to see Big Red moving and grooving. Let's fucking go Colts. Yeah, man, go Colts and go Carson Wentz. Listen, he had just over 100 yards passing. Okay, a quarterback. Not spectacular at all. Not spectacular, but you don't have to when you're running backs getting five touchdowns and, and over 200 total yards. All right, let's head to the Bears hosting the Ravens in a game that Lamar was under the weather to play. It was not COVID-related. Uh, so Tyler Huntley gets the call, and a late, late bomb of a touchdown after the Bears got a late touchdown from Andy Dalton, not Justin Fields. The Ravens in I guess garbage time, you want to say, win this one 16 to 13. I, I really like what I seen out of Tyler Huntley, just doing exactly what he needed Next man to up. do. Nothing more, nothing less. Using Mark Andrews as a security blanket all day. Mark Andrews had a big day. Um, I just, like, it, 
I hate because I mean this might be my fault for going on Twitter, okay? Because Twitter is not always correct, and more of the times than not, they're wrong. But the offense with Justin Fields in the field, I mean, didn't look great. A couple of Darnell Mooney, nice little long passes on yeah, some baby. good balls, didn't look great. Any Dalton comes in, they score like a sixty-five yard screen, okay. Then he scored another touchdown on a broken, complete broken coverage. Man, run down the field uncovered. And then here's Bears Twitter. The offense is way better with Andy Dalton. I mean, relax. I mean, okay, it could be a little bit of effect like, hey, this guy maybe be better with the checks and at the at the line of scrimmage, and maybe he's better at pumping guys up. Okay, maybe we get a little more momentum with him under the center. But I mean, don't just I feel like people were waiting to see that just to discredit Justin Fields. And I I I just can't stand it. Do we see a like Andy that. Dalton? Gets the nod to start next week. I mean, after we'll, see, that. we'll see what's going on with Justin in his ribs. I feel like low key. I don't remember that hit he took in the college football playoffs when he got smacked by Skowski, and they said it was his hip and ribs. But I mean, that seemed like it was the same spot that he was favoring. That shit might still be feeling feel on that a little bit. But right. And again, I, it's a short week for the I Bears. Just, I, I, it's a short week for the Bears. I mean, Dal- Dalton's probably going to have to go again. And if he gets a dub on, on Thanksgiving, which I don't think is going to happen, but if he does, if he does, it's going to get even more loud for Justin Fields over there, which I don't like. And I just don't think I just don't like his situation. I don't really like his team right now. But but it's unfortunate. I mean, good it's just, at the same time, let me show some love because that's a really good win for the Ravens, honestly. At this whole in this whole race for the AFC in the North, it looks like they're going to be their division, honestly. So I mean, they're they're rolling a big win without Lamar because the way how undermanned they've been this year, you don't think you get these dubs without Lamar. It's big for them. Tyler, you are the goat, brother. Okay, don't tell me. He, he's he's <laughs> saying out, in there that we got some new graphics coming on the YouTube for this video. Great little plug there. There will be some new graphics from the goat, yes, our goat that does all our editing for us. That's Tyler McGee in the comments right there. Let's head to the Lions and the Browns. And that is our number one hashtag way too many points. The Browns were minus 12. They bumped up to minus 13 before kickoff. And, well, they only won by three. Browns 13, Lions 10. Yeah, I mean, they, they were up 13 nothing to start. And this is another theme with the Browns is not being able to put teams away, letting teams come back and hang around. I mean, this Lions team is not a team you can necessarily ha- let hang around. I mean, DeAndre Swift's over there, another 100-yard carry game, getting the end zone again. He's going to be a pro Bowl in the next year or two to come. I, Baker is still nothing great from him. He still looks a little injured, I feel like. like he's just missing throws. He doesn't usually miss. doesn't look as comfortable as he usually does. I mean, they end up edging this one out because Jarvis Landry takes the ball from the backfield and gets in the end zone. I mean, he just continues to make plays for the Browns country. I mean, I mean, it's a sloppy team, sloppy year. I can't believe I backed this team as heavy as I did. Looks very ugly now. Yeah, we we look I like mean, you know I, dummies I, right now. I just can't even like oh the Brownies won like nah. I can't, no, there's I can't there's, do it. there's there's, I, there's no, no way there's no I, I don't way. see them winning there's this division. No, there's no oh, absolutely no chance. It's the it's the Ravens division, especially with that dub to, oh, today. Especially that dub Sunday with Tyler Huntley. I mean that that's huge for them winning this division now. I mean uh, the Browns are just gonna be the Browns again and I can't believe I fell into the trap of overhyping them because I hate falling into traps like the Browns and the Cowboys are overhyping them and they do shit well like we got to give some respect to, to to Nick Chubb he's pretty eh, much right now eh. all this team has obviously we know Jarvis Landry had that rushing touchdown to, to open up this game at the beginning but Nick Chubb is is the backbone of this team that's very true and and we got to give him some some more love and got to give him some more you know support on this Browns team because we were not overhyped last year because you guys came out and beat a well overhyped Steelers team in the playoffs. But Great second half. You know, it's just, it's frustrating for guys like that. You see so many players that are not getting support right now from their teams, and, and Nick Chubb's one of them. He is carrying this team. He deserves some more love, and, and the Browns got to shout out a little bit more for him. Do want to get a shout-out to the Lions secondary. of Any any bright spot they can find on this team was DeAndre Swift and 
Khalif Raymond too, and then the secondary. The secondary's come along. They got some young pieces there. There is a clip of Matt Stafford like giving them credit, and I mean, people were saying it's a little fake and fabricated, but honestly, I mean, that defense hey. and that that secondary are doing some good things. It's something to watch out for. Lions fans have something to be excited about for the future. That's right. All right, let's head to our biggest upset of the weekend. We highlighted another fraudulent team in the AFC, and that is the Tennessee Titans. They moved to eight and three after a loss at home to the Houston Texans. The Texans win this one, twenty-two to thirteen. Ryan Tannehill, the star of the day, the infamous star of the day with four interceptions. Tyrod Taylor just back doing what he does, leading teams to dubs, getting tutties with his legs hurling into the end zone, just getting gritty wins for whatever team he goes for. Shout out Tyrod. I've done this about every week hey, I've seen him in the lineup. You, I just you love that man. Have, you got to be love one of the biggest man. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, I, no, ever since and I love with, it. I love Tyrod. Ever since we did with the Bills, that team with him and Rex Ryan, I just love them. I, the Browns, he got benched for Obviously, Baker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. But fraud alert. Tennessee Titans, fraud alert. I mean, I was giving I was giving the props Broadway. last week. I was like, "Hey, I see you guys lose your star player. You moving AJ AJ Brown in the backfield. I see AP doing some good things. Got some young wide receivers stepping up. Tannehill's just doing the job. Okay, next week it all falls off. That we got some film on y'all now. See, we see the games y'all hey. trying to play with us now. Tannehill four picks. How? I mean, none of them looked like he knew what he was doing on any of the picks. I mean, maybe the one where he tried to throw on a jump ball, he just missed his spot. Besides that, all of them horrible this team is a complete fraudulent just i just i i can't believe i cannot believe this team's gonna win the south pop probably have home field probably i mean I could somehow maybe even edge the first seed in the afc probably this is just disgusting this is a fraudulent team first guarantee stamp it right now i don't care what happens the rest of the season i don't care what injuries happen i'm stamping this right now they will lose their first playoff game I'll say it right there. Well, so a lot of these analysts that were they talking might, uh, throughout Fox and, and ESPN when this game concluded was that this Titan team was shown in this game that they lost. Well, a lot of the biggest comment was, well, this is what happens when Derrick Henry was not there. And I disagree with that entirely because it's like they were able to win with him out there. And this is a game that should be that... easy win at home. I get it. Maybe it was raining, sure, pouring. But four interceptions, there's no excuse. Sorry. I mean, that and... I mean, I'm not going to say, listen, they have good players over there. Like, they have absolutely great players over there. But I think before, this is before they got Julio as well, but I think Derrick Henry's success was making it so much, everyone else's job so much easier that we maybe even were giving too much credit to the other guys. And then it's kind of getting exposed right now. It's kind of the final thing I say about the Titans. But, I mean, never know. It's, it's, it's an up and down battle. You lose your star like that. They, they'll figure it out. They'll find their way. We'll see. We'll follow the scene throughout the season and see what that really is up with the Titans over there. Fucking frauds. All right, let's head to our divisional matchup. More and, frauds. And I'll get into this after I announce this game because I saw a cool <clears throat> TikTok on this. <clears throat> the Vikings host the Green Bay Packers in a very, very heated uh, divisional matchup. And then they win this one on a late field goal. A great, great clock-consuming drive for this Vikings team, not allowing Aaron Rodgers to get on the field and run his two-minute drill. And the Vikings win this one 34-31. to one of the and I, I I'll mention my push-ups and all that bullshit that's coming. One of these uh, TikToks that I saw was it was after week ten, bet the under for every divisional matchup the rest of the way because okay. there's fewer games, um, more is on the line, more is at stake. So this one obviously this was the one I think it went like four and one, um, and this was the only one that went over. But I think that's a really cool stat to look into. We'll definitely be following that. But hey. I loved the – I had Packers minus one because I thought it was a great, great spread because it was minus 110. It was better than the money line. And essentially with that spread, you're betting on the money line. So you're betting on Aaron Rodgers to just win. 
when are we getting a, when are we ever getting a spread where we just have to say all right Aaron Rodgers you just have to win the game to cover the spread so I just thought it was an easy line and they had it right there and, and you were typing in the chalkboard and like oh the Vikings they lose these types of games they lose it and right after that we have that big bomb to MVS and and the Packers take the lead and then Vikings do what they do Kirk Cousins I guess is coming out of that that slump of a couple weeks ago and we were like oh you suck on prime time we're sleeping on you and past couple weeks Kirk Cousins see what you said there about the line being minus one and oh it's a trap line it's a trap line Rogers to this is exactly why Vegas is in business this is exactly why I took Minnesota with literally minimum research like I sw- I saw the line I followed on throughout the week I'm like all right I plus one look at what the Vikings were doing remember what I said about last week this is a team that's scrappy they're playing good football right now they're hanging around I'll, I'll take them this is this is gonna be an ugly game there's gonna be gonna be picks called back there's gonna be penalties it's gonna be a couple turnovers it's gonna be an ugly game. They stay in business somehow. I'll just say, I'll leave it at that. You owe me 35 push-ups. We'll get to them when we get to them. Yeah, we'll get that in the pockets. It, it, I, I just personally, this this Green Bay team on the stretch, I'm I'm concerned as hell for them. Like, just even coming up against teams, like, you're not going to see Justin Jefferson and Thielen every week, correct? All right, cool. But you're going to see down the stretch in the playoffs and, and, and these big games coming on the stretch, you're going to see a big number one receiver. Kevin King and Russell Douglas. Can, can can you guys handle that? Like, I remember Russell Douglas very vividly from Philly. I love Russell Douglas. Like, don't get me wrong. He's just not a guy that you want to be out as your number one corner, or number two corner. You really don't. I mean, you want to have him be your number three guy, a depth guy at the, at the best. Kevin King, up and down, starting Green Bay. It's been loud for you this year. It was loud for you last year. Those guys don't oh, really... that, that Bucks yeah, NFC Championship yeah, game, was, they were all was, over Kevin it King. It was loud for you last year. I think those, holes, Miller. I think those holes are going to continue to be exposed. I like I like Savage at corner. I, I mean, not Savage, Savage at corner. Savage at safety. I actually do like him. The one piece Maryland was, talent right the there, ones, The one piece in their secondary I do like. But besides that, I think it's going to be exposed down the stretch of this season. And that's probably going to be the reason why they can't take this NFC and can't get a championship for Rodgers on his last dance, in my opinion. All right, next to our another another AFC divisional matchup here is the Dolphins heading to MetLife to take on the Jets, and they win this game by seven. Dolphins twenty four, Jets seventeen. How about Joe Flacco getting the start? I really, really, really am happy for this guy. Go Joe out here getting maybe the burnt. Mikey White show is over. White three hundred yards, two tons in his hey, first man. start. What's up? What is good with the everyone except Zach Wilson? But these Jets and the quarterbacks in their first start, they find them. But they, it's just the first start. It's like this excellent one time rental. Excellent. excellent we'll be one time rental. We'll be in the game. We might even win. But I, I love the seeing, rental car. For love the seeing Jets. Joe Flacco get some burn. One thing I, I like watching for this this uh, Dolphins team is I mean Jalen Waddle's a problem. He's not going to be talked about a lot because he's going to play for the Dolphins. He's not going to win many games. That's but, a great point consistently getting six seven catches i mean not getting the yards you love to see but i just getting open and beating top corners all to see that elijah moore on the other side too last two three weeks elijah moore is just doesn't matter who's that quarterback for the jets elijah moore is productive and getting 100 yards getting the end zone love to see it ugly ugly game i mean just shout out joe flacco that's pretty much all i have in this game that's right hey leah thank you for the retweet there i see it i see it i'm acknowledging you but yeah it was it, i just have to show a lot of love and respect for for joe flacco maybe the maybe that that Mike White Lightning is that that little showdown with him is over. Yeah. I saw a tweet that was like, "Don't be sorry that it. Don't be sad that it's over. Be happy that it that it happened." So I mean, we live we lived through the Mike White Lightning times. What else? I mean, and like, the rental car for for Joe Flacco for that one game stretch. Maybe maybe two times. I mean, come give on. him some respect. All right, so over to the NFC East, the Washington Football Team taking on the Carolina Panthers in Cam Newton's return home, and and the the tunnel his his run out onto the field was super cool with the smoke flying and i'm coming nice. home is playing really cool paying homage to him and i think dimers had tweeted out something that was like 
Cam Newton is the prime example of what it's like to be able to go back to your ex. I mean, so what, I think I mean, like, hey, what funny. a full circle moment. Like we full say. circle moment. Like we say <laughs> all the time, full circle moment. And, and Cam Newton with the rushing touchdown. The Washington football team, back-to-back wins against the Bucks and I would say pretty scrappy Panthers team. Uh, Washington 27 and the Panthers 21. Well, this was a big, big loss for Panther Company. I mean, they were really in the thick of this NFC race because at the end of that yes, thing, there's a couple of teams that could sneak in there at a, one over 500, 200, 500 wins, and that's, that's a tough loss for them. I mean, Cam get I just, so, like, I can't, I fan out. I just fan out too much because seeing Cam on the first drive hit the little, hit the little fake draw to DJ Moore, and then he gets the whole crowd a little uh, running away, crowd's going crazy. Then he gets the rushing touchdown, goes to midfield, throws the ball down. That's a Superman. I just, I just love it. I just, How about the kid. fact that he was just for 10 weeks or nine weeks of this season, he was not on idle. an NFL team? Yeah, idle. It's Completely weird. idle. And he comes in, commands this team as a leader already, has the whole fan base behind him. It's just so cool. I love seeing Cam. But, I mean, shout out Taylor Heineke. Three oh, tuds. Standing place with his legs. Talking some shit. I don't know if you saw. He got hit with a nice little target. Talking some shit. His, his teammates had to come get him. You don't usually see that from a quarterback. That's that XFL. That's that waking up on my sister's couch and running five miles every morning. <laughs> that's what, that's what that is. But uh, I mean, hey, Terry McLaurin. It might have might have to be top two, maybe behind Hop and Devontae. Top three guys making tough catches in the league, like consistently just in the air. Different body angles, getting hit, making tough catches. I mean, they made the big plays when they need them, just like the last week when they got a big ring versus the Bucks. It was Gibson on the ground getting the carries he needed. Terry McCarty making tough contested catches, and Taylor Heineke getting plays with his legs and making plays and talking his shit, doing what Taylor does. I mean, this football team is is big. I mean, oh, what did they even say? Big dub without Chase Young and Sweat. I mean, god damn. Against all odds, they, this team just continues fighting. That's one thing I'll say about the football team. I don't like them. Picking them in NFC East, I mean, they fucking suck still, but... That team keeps fighting. I, I have to respect it at least for the football. That's a very good point there because a lot of that at the beginning, the, a lot of the talks at the beginning of this game was, how are we going to stop Cam when he does his RPO and he decides to take it? Well, here's how we defend the run when he hands us off to CMC. But what do we do if he fakes the handoff and takes it himself without those two edge rushers? What are we going to do? So great run there for Washington. We'll head to a another pretty bullshit game here. The 49ers. In Jacksonville, taking on Trevor Lawrence and good old Urban Meyer. Good old daddy <laughs> Urban Meyer. And the 49ers win this one 30-10. Easily predictable game. But how about Debo Samuel? He's not He's not catching the ball. He's running the ball. I feel like uh, you ever, like, talk to the principal in, like, elementary school, middle school, and they're like, you know what, Manny? Like, I really like when I just don't hear your name. That's how I feel about <laughs> That's how I feel about Urban Meyer. Like, I just know things are going well in Jacksonville because I just don't hear Urban Meyer's name. That's right. Let's fucking go. Hey, great analogy. The, the Jags just don't have <laughs> the Jags just don't have enough offense to keep up with these teams. I mean, not, not that San Fran's an excellent offensive team, but they just don't have enough. To, they're only scoring 10, 17 points a game. Like, we got to get into the 20s here. I'll say this, though. Week by week, it's not getting a lot of lot of noise here. I feel like T Law only gets talked about when he plays bad as well. I haven't heard That's a lot true. of haven't heard a lot of T Law throughout the week Very in the true. press. And yeah. not that he's playing spectacular, but he's just not playing horrible football. Like to start it was the turnovers. I told you, like, don't worry about that. It'll turn around. I mean, turn around. You he's said not it. Playing excellent, but he's cool. 49ers big dub. Debo Samuel must turn into one of my favorite players in the league. I don't got to catch the ball today. Eight Is he carries, overlooked? I would say so. Eight carries, 79 yards. I'm not, he doesn't go down on first contact. How many wide receivers at his size do you see that just don't go down on first contact? First thing that comes to mind, maybe he's Tyreek Hill, but Tyreek Hill even takes his losses sometimes. Right. Come my favorite player. I mean, not much in this game. I just It's always good to check in on my boys, T-Law and Meyer. I always love checking on them. Hey, we got to see the, the college and college little duo there <laughs> and see what they're doing down there in Jacksonville, no party, Florida. Never, no party. 
All right, to Burrow and the boys, the Bengals in Vegas. And, wow, this was a very, very tight game at halftime. I actually live betted the Bengals minus three at half. Too and bad. what do they do? 19 fourth quarter points. Bengals 32, Raiders 13. <sighs> Vegas is just super confusing. They cre- they create a big turnover. Like, I think it was a first drive on Joe Burrow, a fumble. Can't get seven. They get settled for three. Next drive, they get a stop, come down. Another good drive, settle for three. Can't get can't get points with that all. And Bengals doing what the Bengals do, moving the ball. Here goes Joe Mixon. Here goes Joe Burrow making the right play. Go by a couple scores. Well, before I even get to that, before I even get to that, there was a really questionable play call. It was like second quarter. I think it was 13-6, two minutes left. They're on their own 47, I believe. Third and six. They call a straight run. Okay. Just okay. Just have to shine some light on it. Okay. Yep. Uh, Darren Waller tried his best to carry this team on his back the whole game. I mean, he was having a hell of a game. I, he just tried his best. But then here we go. Like I said, Derek Carr, we're down two scores post third quarter. What did I say last week? Down two scores, third quarter, unless you start pressing, make a horrible pick. Here comes a horrible pick again. Cincinnati just runs away with this thing. You see Jamar Chase get in the end zone, does a little gritty, game over. Drippy, drippy gritty. The usual business for the Bengals. I think they might get back on track here because, I mean, that, that North is up for grabs. They, they kind of fucked off a little bit, but that North is up for grabs, and they're in this hunt. I'll make a comparison here. I think the Bengals this year are, I'm not, it's not to a T, but I think the Bengals this year are almost like the Browns last year, right? Oh, so they're, wow. they're, hold on, it's not to a T. They they have rebuilt for so long. They've been so poor for so long, just like the Browns were. And now we're a, two games above 500, 10 games into the season. Obviously, oh, yeah, Joe Burrow. We have Nick Mixon that's coming back from, you know, starting to get some light under him and everything like that. And then, obviously, the, the draft pick with, with Jamar Chase. But, I, I mean, these Bengals are probably, I would say, Doing better than most people might have thought. Defense is better than you give credit for. That's right. Than a lot of people, including myself, give credit for. All right. So to our America's Game of the Week, the Cowboys visiting Arrowhead Stadium to take on the Kansas City Chiefs in a game that the Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs pretty much had to win this game. Keep the confidence rolling. Keep the train rolling. And they do just that 19 to 9 over the Cowboys. I mean, Mahomes didn't have to be spectacular at all. Not at all. Casey looks like they're rolling here. They got Chris Jones back and healthy. He had a fumble recovery. They were able to get pressure on Dak. He wasn't really comfortable all day. I know there was no Mari, and I know CD banged the shit out oh, of his God, head. That, that looks so painful. Besides that, I mean, like I said last week, here comes this Casey secondary. They're moving along. I think there were some little players only meeting going on. I mean, when you're in a room with Tyron Matthew and it gets loud, I think he's the one to close the doors. And when he speaks, everyone listens. They're turning around there. Big to see Cedric Wilson. You got to catch the ball. I mean, a couple big time drops. This is only 10.0. Points to a couple of those big-time drives to extend some drives. I mean, we're doing something here. Still wasn't a great game from, by any means from them. Not a great game from Patone. Not a great game from Zeke. I mean, Cowboys, I'm not ready to call you frauds. I mean, there's a little bad blood between us two just because of my fandom. But I just love to see this from you guys. I love to see you guys start off to a hot start. Take Get 30 hung on you by Denver. Lose a big game in KC as two point two point and a half dollars where people swore you guys were going to go in there and win. I'd love to see it. Let's see how you fall down the stretch because I think there's a couple more L's coming your way too. I probably would not have picked the under if I was betting on this game. And you know what? I picked on their spaces. That's right. Yep. I'm just saying. That's just a, a it's game a great. That, that's a, I just, just I, I, I hate to. I don't like voting myself, but if you did tune in on spaces, I did break that under down pretty uh much to it. But too. it's just an under that I probably wouldn't have taken. I, looking I, at this Cowboys yep, offense, no one, no and, one would. Just doesn't make sense, right? But the, the smart betters at the table. The, no smart, the, the sharps that will say is Manny Ruffin takes the under in this Cowboys Absolutely. game. All right, to another divisional matchup in a 
bounce back game that we needed from Seattle after the shutout last week for Russell Wilson. I had his over and touchdowns at one and a half, and he does absolutely the complete opposite with zero. The Cardinals and Colt McCoy keep figuring out a way to get a win. They find keep finding ways to get wins, and they win this one 23-13 in a great divisional win without Kyler Murray. I, I mean, shout out my cards because they're, they're moving and grooving and rolling. But Seattle, we cannot lose at home Unbelievable. to Colt McCoy with our backs against the wall. Uh, our savior literally had his finger bent in three places, healed himself early to come back for a playoff push. We are now 3-7. and seven. Not the biggest expectations going here, but we still have Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson, Jamal Adams, I also, Bobby Wagner. I mean, we have players. This is not a three and seven team. I was just gonna say this is not a three and seven. Listen, there are okay, there are some host lines, secondary besides Jamal Adams, some O line. Okay, we don't have a Carson's steady running out back. For the season. Okay, there are some this is not a three and seven team. But shout out to my cards. We're moving. Hey. I, I'm I'm I am there. I want to see what we look like when when Kyler Murray comes back because I still think they have potential to be one of those teams that peak too early. I know I hate that statement, but they have potential. They have but, potential. I mean, they're doing the thing. I, I love seeing James Conner succeed. I think that's his 13th total touchdown this year, 12th rushing. Shout out to him. Like, in 11 games, James Conner pretty much rich you off in, in hey. Pittsburgh after that. Stayed the course, kept faith, and now he's balling again in Arizona. Great story. I mean, oh, my God. Zach Ertz, too. I Jesus. Was, that's where I was going to take it. Jesus fucking Christ. It's, that's my fantasy tight end this what week. You, what 88 you, yards, two it, touchdowns. Two, you, say, you got me my win today, see, buddy. Call it, uh, one thing I love to see, though, I love seeing this. It's like it's kind of like the basketball thing where, like, if your center gets a big block, he's running the floor. Like, give him the ball. You saw on his second touchdown, he caught, like, a scene for 30 yards. And ve the very next play, they go right to him. Yeah, feed that, man. He's a dog yep. doing what he does. Big win for the cars as they keep it moving. And I have to highlight, I was just going to say Zach Ertz because that was huge for my fantasy team. Oh, I boy. actually didn't really need it because Eckler was on there and he did everything. But how about this? You know, we've been talking a little bit about the next man up rule. And Colt McCoy, next man up, he throws the ball 44 times. You look, you look at a guy that's Colt McCoy, I mean, you're not expecting him to go out there and throw the ball bro, 44 times. There were some plays where he looked like he was at Texas again, like rolling out to his right. He was running some design runs, some QB sneaks, some power, some read options. I was like, what the fuck is this? Texas Colt McCoy? I love to see it. but yeah, hey. I'm really happy to, to see a guy like that of his age still being able to, Take to go out hits, there and, getting and up, roll out. Just his tin straps saying, fuck it, let's go. I, I love, love to it. see it. All right, let's head to our final game of Week 11, and that was the Thursday night showdown between the Patriots and the Falcons, a redo of that Super Bowl 28-3, Tom Brady. Hello, sir. And wow, wow, wow. Patriots shut out the Falcons 25-0. to I mean, I, I saw this on Twitter, and here I go referencing Twitter again, but people love to say that. <laughs> That Bill Belichick is so great against rookie stars, and there he is. I mean, he. I guess I, th I think there was more of a quarterback thing, but it was kind of in play here with Kyle Pitts, and they did kind of shut down Kyle Pitts a little bit. It wasn't much of a factor. I mean, this was kind of a boring game. I was trying to, me personally, I was trying to back the Falcons here. Mine was at six and a half. I was waiting for it to go to seven to back the Falcons. It didn't get to seven, thank God, because I would have, and I would have been absolutely pissed off just watching Mac Jones just sit in the pocket so comfortably and just seven-yard pass here. Here's a playmaker here. Here's Kendrick Bourne over the middle here. Typical win for the Pats. Not much here. They were rolling, too. I mean, it adds to this little weird AFC that we're talking about. I feel like now, like, when I watch these games, it's becoming less about the game and what it means to the whole outlook of the playoff picture and the conferences and the kind of storylines going on because 
Here are the Patriots here. I think they're leading the AFC East now. Yes, they are. Bills Seven are, and four. Bills are faltering. They still have a matchup with, with the Bills. And I mean, I mean, they're they're very much alive and well. Even very much alive well to come out the AFC, in my opinion. I mean, someone right. can catch KC lacking. I think they're they are rolling out, but someone can catch them lacking. Bills don't look great. I mean, the Ravens, Lamar's Lamar, but as a whole, they don't look great. There's there's room for teams like the Patriots to come in and sneak one. And wins like this, I mean, they've been rolling as of late. I don't know how many wins of that they lost like the last five or six, but they're rolling as of late. Something to watch on the stretch here. Yeah, and and I have to mention too, my last chalkboard plug. I'm sorry. Um, was my play of the day for this Thursday, uh, this Thursday night game was Mac Jones under. He hadn't reached this in three straight games, and my and the other the other point that I that I texted in this chat was in two of those games he had less than 25 completions. And what does he do? He gets the under. He missed it. It was two fifty and a half. He ends with two oh seven, and he had twenty two completions. All of that research was done at Props.cash. So if you guys want to check out that podcast that we dropped Saturday, you can do that with Pete, the founder of, in my opinion, the best research platform for making your prop bets. Great to talk to him. So check that out and and conduct your research on Props.cash. It's just been making betting a lot easier for me and and doing this research to learn more about. You know, what these guys are doing in their past couple games is really great. So that'll close out our Week 11 NFL reactions. You can find us on Twitter at ADED Podcast and our Instagram at ADED Pod. Check out the TikTok for, nor- for, for new and different content. Um, posting some Auburn clips on there. I'm not leaking too much. Tyler's still grinding out the Auburn video for us. So follow us on the TikTok. It's just the All Day Everyday Show. And you'll see us live on Twitch probably when we return from Los Angeles. Um, which is just all day, every day show. We are headed to Los Angeles, California for our next tour, the stop number two on the tour, and that is one week from tomorrow. I just want to give a huge shout-out to Adam and Jason. I know you guys are in here somewhere or wherever you help, you may see this. I want to you know, just show some appreciation for you guys and some respect for you guys. We want to you know, just thank you guys for giving us this opportunity to go showcase ourselves on a whole different stage, showing everybody that's tuning in to us for this long you know, a whole new side of us. So we really, really appreciate you you guys backing us and everything that we're doing. So it's going to be a fun LA trip um, and we can't wait to do it. So one week from tomorrow, Los Angeles, California. Tyler, I'm coming to see you, buddy. Yes, I can't sir. wait. Tell us about the YouTube, Manny, and then we'll get out of here. Listen, boys, we're, we, I've been on your last. About a couple months ago, I was on you guys' ass. We were at 80% of you guys watching these videos. We're subscribed. We're down to 66. I want to see this go down to 55 very soon can we move them six, 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 can we move down 11 percent? Hey, is it possible i think we can do it if you made it to the end of this video we appreciate you so much please like comment and subscribe hit that notification bell to get updated on every single video we drop all the everyday show boys signing off that's right baby hey and as always guys give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts. why not you can do it you've been listening to the all day everyday show with all day aj and homie manny ruffin my name is alex jacobs you can call me all day aj yes sir see you tomorrow we have a guest